Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hello, and welcome to Episode 2 of the Travel Tidbits Podcast. I'm Jamie Weidel, travel agent and owner of Pineapple Escapes. This week, we have Ashley Hun with us, and Ashley and I will be discussing how COVID-19 has impacted travel and led to more domestic road trips. So, Ashley and I have known each other for almost 20 years because our husbands were actually best friends in grade school. They were best friends in sixth grade. And Ashley's husband, Owen, was actually the best man in our wedding. So I've known Ashley for a long time. And whenever I started recruiting agents, I think it was early 2018, I scooped up Ashley and convinced her to join my team because I knew she would be a great agent. And we just love the Hun family and consider them family. And so it's great that she's part of my Pineapple Escapes team and family as well. So Ashley, I'm super excited to record this with you today. Um, can you tell me and us a bit about yourself and why you decided to make this leap to become a travel agent besides the peer pressure from your friend, Jamie? <laughs> sure thing. Okay, first I'll tell you a little about myself. I am obviously married to Owen and I have four kids, two boys and two girls uh, between the ages of nine and 20. So they keep me pretty busy. I've been a stay-at-home mom since uh, 2005. So obviously that kept me busy for a long while. Um, and then kind of when my youngest was starting uh, school, I was really thinking about what I wanted to do. Um, now that all my kids were going to be back in school, I became a substitute teacher. In the meantime, when I was home with the kids, I was also doing um, some freelance writing and things like that. But I remember talking to you and you had just started the travel agent thing and just really thinking that I love to travel and that sounded like something I would be able to do from home with the kids in school. And really that was kind of what turned me on to just kind of seeing what it was going to be all about. And obviously um, just knowing that I would hopefully be able to travel more with my family and help others do the same thing. So um, that is really kind of how I got into it, obviously through you. So thank you for that. And here we are. <laughs> yes. And thank goodness you joined our team because what would we do without you? And obviously, we just got back from a training. We were with, it was 11 agents total. And our slice of life for today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about this training and your thoughts about it. We were at Margaritaville Cottages where we stayed and then we went to Disney and Universal. What was your favorite part of the training that you experienced? My favorite part, I mean, I just have to say was being with all of the other agents. Obviously we do a lot, you know, social media and Facebook and, but meeting people in person is, you know, just something that you can't match. So getting to know the other ladies, hanging out with them, talking about travel, um, just learning about their families and what they do. That was my favorite part. But as far as actually my favorite part of the training training, it's really just getting to see everything in person. Um, when I go with my family, 
you know, we are kind of rushing to, to get stuff done and it's just a different feel than when you were there. Um, you can take the time to really um, see things and, and learn and obviously explore resorts that I haven't seen before. When we go, we usually, you know, we're at our resort, but to be able to go around and see other places, um, do other things. This particular time, my two favorite things that I did were one at Universal was riding the new um, Hagrid's Magical Creatures motorbike adventure ride. Uh, loved that. It was a ride I had not done before. And also it was my first time on the Disney Skyliner. So I really enjoyed being able to do that and see how that works and taking that from resort to the parks and, and all of that. So those were my favorite things and also some learning experiences from this time. I agree completely that being with the other agents and be, all of us being together and seeing our different backgrounds and getting new ideas for what they bring to the table as a travel agent is really amazing. Invaluable. Like, Yes, absolutely. And there was a point during all of it that I was just like, this is what it's all about. Like, this is why we do this so that we can share these, not only these experiences together, riding the rides and experiencing different things, but sharing how we work our business and how the business can be done in different ways. Because we've got, you know, a few that don't have kids. We've got a couple that have grandkids already. And so, and then we've got those like you and I who still have kids at home that are still in school. And right. so looking at how it goes across the board and how we can help families and learning from the other agents, I think is truly invaluable. Totally agree. When you think about this type of a training and how we all work together, what do you think is like the most beneficial thing besides just being together? Like, what can you bring back to your clients to help them? Like you mentioned writing the Skyliner, like how does that impact what you do as an agent? Right. Like that's what I was kind of trying to uh, mention before with seeing the resorts that I haven't seen or like the Skyliner. Ha I had not uh, done that before. I um, just missed it last year when I had gone. So having that firsthand experience is huge. You know, you can research and you can do training online and, and all of that. And it's great, but really to just be there and see things in person, you know, the, the layout of a resort or how long the, the lines might be, you know, just things that you wouldn't necessarily pick up from seeing something online, but being there and experiencing it firsthand. So really it's, to me, that's what makes the training so great when you can go and do those things. I, I agree completely. And I think having that firsthand experience is really the expertise that we can offer to our clients. So I do think that it's so invaluable that we all travel a lot. And luckily, we all love it and are able to go <laughs> often. Yes. Well, let's get to the core of our discussion today. The core. The core. Our main topic today is focusing on COVID-19 that has obviously impacted the travel industry a great deal this year and how this has led to more domestic road trips. I'll start by saying I have thought about many, many different things, worst case scenarios, and a pandemic shutting down 
basically the world was never on my radar. And so all of this kind of came out of nowhere. And in March and April, when everything was shut down and we were canceling trips and rescheduling trips, and then I never thought it would go on this long either. So it's all been quite the year and obviously hard for me as an agent, hard for me on a personal level. And I'm sure that you've experienced that as well. For sure. Like you said, none of us expected this. We have not, you know, we don't know when this is going to end. So it's definitely been crazy. And I know um, after the initial shutdown, lockdown, whatever um, you want to say, I I was ready (laughs) to to get out and, and travel again. Although it was something I was unsure about at first and just trying to, you know, everybody wants to be safe and you want to make sure you're doing the right thing for your family. So yeah, it's just been a crazy, crazy year. Yeah. And I was obviously ready to travel as well. Um, I think my husband realized that I was kind of dying a little inside each day that I was home because it's rare that I'm home for an entire month. Usually there's something going on where I'm traveling every month. And so I had been home for almost three months. And my husband, Mike, actually reached out to you because he wanted to surprise me. Mm -hmm. And he reached out to Ashley and they ended up planning a trip for us to go to Pensacola. So Ashley, can you tell me a little bit about that? And how did my family end up in Pensacola? And how come your family was there too? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Well, Pensacola Beach um, has been my favorite place since I was little. My grandparents lived on the beach growing up. Um, and since uh, then, my my parents have retired to Florida and they live near Pensacola Beach as well. So it's kind of our go-to travel spot, not only because it's a great place and has the beach, but also because I have family near there. Like I had mentioned, I was ready to get out, uh, you know, once restrictions were lifted once I had heard from my family that the beaches were reopening down in Pensacola, I made a plan to take the kids and head down. And it was around that same time that Mike reached out to me. So I thought that that would be a great place for you. One thing it's in the panhandle. It is driving distance for both of us. And so knowing at that point, people maybe weren't really sure about flying and and all of that and kind of last minute. So Being able to drive somewhere is great. I love the white sand beaches in Pensacola. And so I just thought that that would be also a good thing for you guys to do. And also that, you know, if it worked out, we would be able to see you while we were there. So that's a win-win for both of us. (laughs) Yeah. So Ashley and I both live in the Midwest. Um, I'm about an hour and a half outside of Chicago. And Ashley's right outside of St. Louis on the Missouri side. Um, So we're still kind of far away. Um, Our husbands both grew up in the suburbs of Chicago, but then relocated after college. And so we're separated, but we still try to see each other with our families at least once a year. And then Ashley and I, since we're both agents now, have been able to see each other a little bit more often, which hasn't hurt my feelings. Um, But it was really nice. So Ashley and Mike planned Pensacola for us. And It was a really nice surprise because obviously as the travel agent in the family, I'm the one that always plans everything. So it was nice to kind of have a break and have something that was planned for me. And I'm not big on road trips, to be honest with you. (laughs) And so it was 
an undertaking to drive down there. I'm more of a flyer. I'd rather just hop on a plane and get where I'm going. Um, but I wasn't quite ready at that point in May to fly quite yet. I've flown since then numerous times, but I wasn't ready yet. And so when they planned the trip, it was a great one. And then we did end up getting to see Ashley and her kiddos, three of them. And that was amazing too. We were all kind of unsure of what was happening then, how to Mm -hmm. treat the COVID restrictions. We did wear masks. We were, you know, we tried to be somewhat socially distant, but when it feels like family, it's hard to, to keep that distance sometimes. And so that was definitely something that I'm still trying to figure out what's best and how to work that. But as we drove down, one of the things that I found to be strangest was I was kind of scared to go in rest stops just because, you know, there's strange people in there with strange germs. Mm -hmm. And even like at the beach, I was afraid of the elevators. Like I had never had, I mean, I can have some social anxiety sometimes. I mean, who am I kidding? But I had never had that kind of social anxiety, like, oh my gosh, stay away from me. So it was kind of different to deal with. How did you feel on your trip that your first trip to Pensacola? Right. Same thing. You know, I didn't really know what to expect. We actually were going to stay in our, in our own um, condo down there, but they had not reopened for travelers. So Fortunately, um, my parents were okay with us staying with them. So we were able to do that. We did spend a night in a hotel to just experience what that was like. Um, And of course, they weren't doing their regular housekeeping. They had asked that there just be one family per elevator. Same kind of thing you were just talking about. You know, you don't want to be a lot of times in previous times back in the day, you know, people would all crowd into an elevator. So knowing that you could socially distance, you know, just one party per time, like all of those things kind of made me feel, feel better. But I, of course, packed my wipes and just tried to be more vigilant with that when we were there. And like you said, wearing masks, although at the beach, I did feel pretty comfortable at the beach where we were, that we could have our spot. We were socially distanced away from people, you know, didn't have to have a mask on, which was nice. And just, uh, do our own thing. So yeah, when we traveled for that first trip, restaurants had just reopened. So I think we hadn't been in a restaurant since everything had shut down. So our first restaurant experience for eight weeks was in Pensacola. And we did mostly eat outside because we were scared, didn't know what to expect. But I think they were at 25 capacity when we arrived and at 50% by the time we left. Um, but it, it was interesting to kind of follow the progress and how each state, even now, is still dealing with all of this differently. So that was definitely a learning experience as well. Um, one of the yes, great things I remember about that outdoor dining. Yes. And, and we, <laughs> we kind of got rained on that one night. But and the thunderstorm. It, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was, was good. good. It was good, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. We were fine. But one nice thing about that trip was it kind of separated the school year from the summer for my family because we had been remote since mid-March and that kind of gave us like that separation as we went into the summer. 
And then it also helped me to gain my confidence. Um, I've personally traveled with my family to Walt Disney World, to Universal, and then on my own to Clearwater Beach, St. Pete Beach, St. Lucia, and then back to Universal and Walt Disney World with all of my agents. So I did get over my fear of flying and I'm back up in the air. And I, I mean, they're saying that that is a very safe thing to do, but most people are still concerned about mm-hmm. flights and air travel. And so we have seen as an agency, a big rise in road trips overall. And Ashley, you and your family took an amazing road trip out West this summer. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure thing. It was something that we had thought about, you know, in years past and never had just really planned it out, you know. But I think when we were home on the lockdown and and just, you know, dreaming and thinking of, of what to come. And then when things were reopening and we decided that, wow, you know, we actually have this time. Our kids are weren't in a lot of activities. They were still, you know, waiting to start back up with sports and things. So to have that time and freedom to be able to do something, we thought we're going to make this happen. And my husband has always wanted to see Yellowstone. I mean, we all do, but that was his big thing. So to drive from St. Louis to Yellowstone kind of just mapped it out. um, And we're able to stop in several places that neither of us had ever been. My kids for sure had never been. So we were able to see the Badlands, um, to see Mount Rushmore, uh, go to Yellowstone, um, swing down through Jackson Hole, and come back around through Estes Park in Colorado. And, And there were several things we did along the way, some surprises that we had, one being I had booked us a stay in a teepee in Cody, Wyoming. And that sounds super fun. <laughs> yes, the kids loved that. That was probably their, I'm probably one of our favorites for sure for everyone. Um, just something different that, you know, we'd never had a chance to do. And, and it was my kind of camping, you know, more like a glamping. So it was a, a nice teepee furnished, <laughs> had heat. <laughs> you know, it was just something really fun and different that we all really loved. That's awesome. So on that trip, how was COVID being handled and how did you handle it? And how did that compare to your Pensacola trip? It was similar in that, you know, people were wearing masks. I think at that time, uh, I can't remember specifically the restrictions everywhere, but like you had mentioned, you know, different states are handling things differently. So, you know, we had our masks, we had our hand sanitizer, We did stay in um, hotels along the way. And really, all of those were kind of doing the same things that they had done on our first trip, you know, with whether it be housekeeping or um, one of the things, you know, we were, you're used to maybe having breakfast and you go down. And so they were um, either giving you like a to go type breakfast or serving you, you know, individually things like that. And because it was a trip out West and we were in the outdoors and we were hiking and, and visiting places, we could, it was easy to socially distance from people and just be with our family and, and take that in. We did eat um, at that time, restaurants were reopened. Like um, we said before, you know, lower capacity, 
but we did eat in restaurants and we did feel feel safe um, while we were traveling. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like an amazing trip. And, and as you mentioned, you know, the kids not having all of their activities really opened up a lot of time for travel that a lot of our families that are in this kind of middle ground where we have, you know, kids in middle school and high school, our kids are busy and they're in so many activities. And to have this free time is kind of a blessing in that it gives us these opportunities to travel, even if we have to think about the protocols and rethink how we're doing it. And that's one thing that I think using an agent can definitely help you with is we have researched what the protocols are, if they're changing. If you book something and the protocols change, we're on top of it. Um, And so that's one thing that we are keeping track of. Ashley, you've had another trip since then. Um, Recently over fall break, you went to Vegas with your kids and husband and you visited Mm -hmm. the Grand Canyon. You wanna tell me a little bit about that trip? Yeah, Vegas is one of our favorite spots we usually travel to as a couple, probably once a year, really, since we went with you and Mike. So we had the last time we were there was in November and my husband and I, and we had planned a spring break trip with my family and extended family, my parents and aunt. And um, obviously that didn't end up happening because of COVID in March. So I had rescheduled it for our fall break, knowing that the kids would have some time off school. So this time we just went with our immediate family. That was our first time flying. So that was something that we had not done. The kids haven't flown a lot. Anyway, we drive a lot, a lot of the places that we go. So they were super excited to fly. We did have a delay at the airport, which, you know, sometimes happens. <laughs> but other than that, the flying was fine. Um, they, My kids have to wear masks at school, school, so they are used to wearing masks. So having to wear a mask on the plane was not an issue at all for them. Or also, same once we were um, in Vegas, it, you know, it's just kind of become the norm. So not a problem. Vegas does not have shows or didn't have shows yet when we went. So we did think of other things that we could do. And having been there before, we know there are a lot of outdoor things that you can do there. And even things on the strip, like the Eiffel Tower and the High Roller, the things that my kids really wanted to do. The M&M store. Um, so we had a long list, couldn't even get through it all of things that we were going to do when we were there. And one of the you know things we had really looked forward to was going to the Grand Canyon. So we were able to do that, go to the West Rim. And, you know, they, my kids loved it. I know they're going to be begging to go back again soon. <laughs> so yeah, and so it was next great. Year, Owen decide to go, they're going to be like, but mom, right. Why can't we go now? So yeah. well, that well, like it's a lot more for five than for two. So there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. It is. But I'm sure that they did enjoy it. And I'm glad that you guys were able to go and, and felt safe um, on that trip as well. And, and I really think that a lot of the COVID protocols and just some of it is just common sense, wearing your mask, washing your hands, staying physically distant from other people, trying to do your best. And that doesn't mean that necessarily you're not going to get it. 
if you're traveling, if you absolutely have an immune problem or some other issue that puts you at a higher risk category, then yes, you absolutely should stay home. But for those of us who don't have those issues, it's one of those things that we've kind of had to balance and figure out. And for many of us, we are choosing to travel, just travel differently. And I think that that's not necessarily a bad thing. So trying to, I mean, I read a statistic that I think it was like six out of 10 jobs or careers are impacted in some way by travel. So there's a ton of industry that is impacted by travel and Mm -hmm. anything that we can do to help get things at least a little bit more normal or at least the new normal, I think is a positive. So moving on to our crushed it segment this week, Mm. Ashley and I were talking about our sling bags that we used on our recent training trip. Ashley wanted to bring this up. You said that you really liked your sling bag. So you want to talk about it a little bit? I did say that I really liked it. I am trying to get the name for you right now, but I don't have it. (laughs) Anyway, I'll just talk about it. Um, Yeah, I love the crossbody bags. It's just easy to to throw on. Um, It's just more comfortable, it seems like. So when we say sling bag, I'm talking more like the crossbody, you know, across the front, the strap, and you've got the bag on the back and you can you know, pull it forward whenever you need it, slip it off. You can wear it on one shoulder. Um, Mine was great. It had a couple different zippers, water bottles, spots on the side, lightweight, and also um, waterproof, which was really good for (laughs) the day at Animal Kingdom in the tropical storm. Although I did have my poncho on over it. so. (laughs) And at Disney, like being able to go on the rides and just, have it was nice yeah disney makes it really easy because you can take your bags on most of the rides universal it's a bit more tricky because some of their coasters you can't carry anything on so you need to use the the lockers if you're carrying a bag of any sort um but i also carried kind of a crossbody sling bag Um, mine's a little different we're going to put the links to both of these in the show notes for you so you can look at them but i actually just ordered one like what Ashley used for my girls. Um, ah. We are headed to Colorado. Actually, we leave very soon. And for both the girls, I ordered one. Anna wanted gray and Clara wanted purple. So I ordered the one that Ashley used for them because it was a lower cost than the one that I actually have. And I really liked hers and it has the water bottle holders that mine doesn't have. So I would probably recommend Ashley's over the one that I have, but the one that I have has pineapples on it. So <laughs> I know. Well, there are a lot of different patterns. Um, and you got your girl's solid colors, but there's a cute flamingo pattern too. There there wasn't pineapples, you're right. But um I felt like mine was tropical still, so <laughs> it works. Yes, yeah, definitely was. It definitely was. And it's the right so, price point. So how many pineapple rings would you give your sling bag if we were rating it from one to five? Ooh. Well, I'm going to give it five. Oh, a five pineapple ring for this, for Ashley's sling bag. I'm going to give sling my sling bag three and a half just because it doesn't have the water bottle holders. It's not waterproof. 
um, but it's still really comfortable to use. But I think waterproof and having the water bottle holders kind of elevates it. So yes, gets it up there to that five, five rings and a great price. It is a great price. Thank you guys for joining us this week and hope to see you next week. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.